Adam, mm-hmm. don't 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 talk to the guests. <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you about talking <laughs> to the guests? What you ask I, me the question, what, and then I'll yeah. ask the guest. <laughs> you the whisper it to me, and I'll ask. <laughs> Write it on the page, and I will ask it. But don't talk directly to the guest. You <laughs> should look at him either. You do not don't even look, look at, at him. Stop. Don't even think about him. <laughs> if you say, I swear Chris, to God, if you have yeah. a bowl of salsa there right now, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Are you guys eating salsa without me? Hey Steve. Hey Adam. How the hell are you? I'm great. How are you? It's been a, it's been a minute. I, that's what the cool kids say. <laughs> oh, do I was Chris. Thanks for, Chris. Thanks for making it completely heard, uncool yeah. we, by we, saying that's what the cool kids say. <laughs> we heard. And I, I hear, right back to zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> should we start over? <laughs> I like the kind of like that Chris laughed. I kind of did too. I kind of like that. There's a little giggle on there. And you're like, wait, is there somebody else there? Let's just bring him in. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome, uh, yeah. Chris Konsky, owner of Mama's Boy Salsa, to the podcast. We're gonna do this backwards. Yeah. Hi, Chris. <laughs> hey, guys. Super happy to be on. Uh, I really appreciate you guys having me. Um, I'm super happy to talk salsa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, plenty of salsa we, to talk. <laughs> yeah, we have a. We do a lot of uh, drink talking. Yes. Awesome. Um, we do. I'm actually drinking uh, one of our sponsors' uh, bourbon right now, Few Spirits. Nice. Uh, and it is, damn it, it is good. It, <laughs> um, but that we usually, we're usually talking beer. We're usually talking some sort of spirit. Steve's always drinking a Manhattan. Yeah. It's just, it's always, it's always drink talk. And it's cool to switch it up and talk very specifically about salsa. Before we do that, can I just uh, shout out my uh, Mobcraft uh, Woo Brew that I'm uh, putting down right now? Yeah, Please of course. Do. We all, yeah, we always want to know what who, who's drinking what. Yeah, they're yeah they're awesome stuff. I got a couple sours from them. I got an Oddball. I love that they're Oddball. Um, the name of it is Oddball, and it's their most like normal beer that they right? have because all know. the other ones are so crazy. So that's pretty fantastic. It is. It, it, I think they kind of uh, nailed it with that one. I think they did. That's a that's a good beer. So good. Um, Steve, I, what are you drinking? Uh, Manhattan. Called <laughs> it. Yeah, few. <laughs> few few spirits. Oh, you, are you doing the few rye? Yeah, of, oh, always. Nice. Until nice. I run out. And then you got to go get more. And I get more. Then I get more. So, uh, yeah, so thanks to Few, who is a sponsor of the podcast, along with Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, Cost Stereophones, and who am I missing? Our very brand new, brand new sponsor of the podcast. Yes. Indeed Brewing. Indeed Brewing. Nice. Welcoming Indeed all of them to the show. Nice. Yep. It's absolutely fantastic. We're so excited to have them as our brand new official beer of the podcast. Love them. 
Don't I, worry, Chris. I will walk in Indeed over to you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll have a jar of salsa and a bag of chips waiting, man. <laughs> oh, fantastic. We'll just sit out on the driveway and wave at the cars going by as we drink our beer and eat salsa. Dude, and no one and no one will even care. I care. Steve. Uh, yeah. Hey, Steve. Um, You're invited, by the way. All right. Yeah, all right. Steve. I, you should definitely be there, too. You'll I'll have to be in the street, but you can be there. I, I tried to get ahead of that one for us, Adam. Very smart. I got your back, Steve. All right, thank <laughs> and you. And Adam. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, Chris, um, no, well, I should say we're, the reason we're making these jokes is because for the first time in the history of the podcast, everyone who is on the podcast is currently in Greendale, Wisconsin. But not <laughs> together. Not together. We're in Greendale in our houses we're podcast talking. distancing yes that has got to be a record of some kind yeah i think yeah, i'm is. sure it is i'm sure it's some sort of podcasting record well good <laughs> news that uh, no one fact fact checks on this podcast so it is a record yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh so chris i like how, how where when why what's the backstory on you and this mama's boy salsa like I, i'll just say this i uh, I've I have purchased Mama's Boy salsa Ooh. from uh, Ray's. Yeah, and I w- it was uh, on a whim. Like I saw it, and I'm like, "That's pretty, looks pretty cool, and it looks good. I'm gonna buy some." <laughs> and they had chips there too. You know, mm-hmm. So what Steve, what kind what of chips did you go with? Did you go with the donkey chips, or did you go with the Hernandez chips? Um, they weren't donkey chips, and I only know that because we have like 37 bags of donkey chips downstairs right now. So we love <laughs> nice. them. We love them. Do you, uh, so was it a clear bag with a green label on it? Yes. That is a brand that I sell to Ray's Butcher Shop as well. I love those chips. Really? <laughs> they are fantastic. I drive 45 yeah. minutes to Delavan to pick them up so that I can, uh, I can sample them, um, so it's just a premium salsa with a premium chip uh, when I'm sampling them at the farmers market. So yeah, uh, it's 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 a great chip. It, it's funny to think that a tortilla chip is that you know um, flavorful and good because there's so many that are similar. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely a huge fan of those for sure, and I love donkey chips too. So oh. no no uh, no hate on the other brands. I I, I love them all. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of it, it's. It's a very crazy story. Um, actually, uh, I like to go back to um, how my like how my wife and I met because that really sets a, the stage for how our families work together in order to um, allow our family to function, you know, uh, smoothly and properly. But uh, also really give an idea of how we work together too, and and why we work together. Um, my wife's from Monroe, Wisconsin. And uh, that's about two hours away from UW-Milwaukee. And when I was 20 years old, uh, she came over and started going to school at UW-Milwaukee. And we started dating. And uh, we had been together for a couple of years. And uh, we had an apartment in Cudahy then. And uh, we, uh, her, Sam's mom invited me to be an assistant manager at the Culver's that she uh, was a general manager and part owner of in uh, New Glarus, Wisconsin. Oh, wow. So um, she so she wanted me to come out there, and my wife Sam was still going to school at UW Milwaukee. So 
what she did was, or what we did was we got rid of our apartment in Cut A. She moved in with my parents and I moved in with her parents for nine months. <laughs> and, uh, I got the best preview oh, to wow. marriage that I could, you know, and, uh, I'm super grateful for that because I have amazing mother and father-in-law and I know that situation doesn't always work out that way. So, uh, super grateful for that, but that's, um, I, so while we were working there, her mom was general manager and Sam was, you know, working and finishing up school. So she came over after that. And then she ended up working with us because she had worked for Culver since she was 14. Okay. So she's got it, you know, so she's been involved with them for a long time. And uh, then her dad would come in. He was a, he's a drafter for burners. Um, and uh, what happened is he would uh, come in during the weekend and he would, boil out the fryers and stuff. And then you'd work in the kitchen with all three of us at the same time. So it was a whole family working to serve people at Culver's and New Glarus um, for, you know, different days, you know, that uh, on the weekend and stuff. So it was a crazy time of working together with her family and, and uh, feeling comfortable in that scenario. So you're like, well, so are they involved in the mama's voice also? Well, my mother-in-law is, and she helps us uh, chop and uh, just helps us with regular business throughout uh, in, 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 to improve it. But then um, what happened was uh, my mom and I made a really good salsa together that we just happened to like add a little salt here, a little lime there. And um, it, you know, we just developed it for ourselves and just put it in jars and put it in the refrigerator downstairs. And when we wanted one, just pull a pint out of the, the downstairs and go to town. So um, we just, we just did it for ourselves and then other friends and family were trying it and they're like, man, this is really good. You know, yeah. let's try some more of this. So we ended up, uh, you know, we're like, we gave it out as uh gifts for Christmas one year and somebody's like, you need to sell this. And I was like, well, my mom's <laughs> just made like a ton. I'm probably angering her at this point by asking her to continue to make free salsa for people. And so, sure. yeah. and they're yeah. like, you know what? We'd like to buy it. You know, I don't know your prices or whatever, but if you could just make you know, make one, we'd, we'd be happy to purchase it. So it kind of started based on people just kind of, you know, trying to push me to, you know, uh, to get it in their hands uh, because they enjoyed it so much. And I think once you taste a food that you really like, if somebody can duplicate it and make it for you a couple of times, you have that accessibility. I, I think it's something that, uh, you know, is, is a, a great way to um, get them to do something about that, you know, and that's what, people did for us. They got us to create an LLC and say, let's just do it on the side of our jobs on the weekends and see what we can do. Yeah. And now I'm a year and a half into doing this full time and I've never been happier in a job in my life. That's awesome. Well, and that's so t cool too, because, um, where it started, where that demand started, you, you also kind of have that point of pride where you have people who are like, oh yeah, I got this, I got this really good salsa. You've got to try it. And you know, they try it, they love it. And they go, oh my God, where do you get something like that? And you're like, well, that's kind of exclusive. I, I know a guy who, uh, who makes it, I know the owner, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, and then it's just kind of like word of mouth builds from there, which is, it's so exciting to hear that. And then you start getting randos and then you have Steve wandering around, <laughs> creeping people out at Ray's butcher shop. <laughs> Hey, hey, what what chip should I buy for this? <laughs> I'll take some beef jerky the, the, the and salsa. Age old tale. Yeah, it's well, the well, age, old tale. age old tale. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a really important point, though. I think 
you know, the pride in knowing that source is, is fantastic. That's what I love about restaurants. If you know a great restaurant, it's awesome to recommend, but you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's nice to be exclusive like that, but also to be a part of it. Uh, a gentleman that I met, um, while I was working at Mayfair mall, his name's Dennis Alstein. He, um, he and I, uh, just became friends and we're talking and stuff and, you know, very short amount of time at this point. And uh, I said, Hey, come out to my car for a second. I want to show you something. And he said, okay. <laughs> so we, uh, you're we, uh, kill me, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, like, what are we, can you just lay in the trunk for a drugs minute? or yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Can you just lay in the trunk for a minute? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, no, like no big deal. This <laughs> it's only be weird point. if you make it weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had him come out to the car and uh, I had a cooler in there. And what I was doing was, uh, people would, people would order salsa from me while I was at the mall and I have no labels on the jars and like, you know, it was just like, just friends, you know, and they're like, Hey, I'll take two miles and an extra hot. And I'd walk down the, the mall. And then the next store that I had friends at would be like, Hey, I need a mile tomorrow. Chris, is that cool? You know? So <laughs> it's like, uh, it was like a weird kind of underground thing. Um, but then, uh, when I took him out there, I said, yeah, I said, my mom makes salsa and I sell it. And he goes, what are you going to call it? Mama's boy salsa. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a Polish guy making, you know, a uh, Mexican influenced uh, salsa. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to call it. I put it on a T-shirt <laughs> that uh, looks like the exact same one I'm wearing today. Uh, so the day, the day that he named it is, uh, the shirt that I'm wearing today. <laughs> so he, uh, he loves sense. to tell people that, and, yeah, right, so we're yeah. the same one every day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, but you know, that's the thing. He's got pride in, um, in helping us grow and, and, and talking about how he was a part of naming it, you know, and, and. Every time somebody goes, oh, man, this Mama's Boy salsa is really good, Dennis. You should try it. He's sitting there with the biggest smile on his face going, I know. I named it. <laughs> I yeah, named that's it. one of those, you know, I helped name it, right? Hey, absolutely. <laughs> and he did, so I will never tell anybody that he did it. Um, that's really cool. And, yeah. we got the, and we got the backstory on Mama's Boy because I was 100% going to go, so Chris, are you a Mama's Boy? <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. But a- I don't have to now. You know what, though? That's still a good question because I'm a 36-year-old mama's boy, and if you tasted the food that my mom made throughout my life like I have, I think you'd be fine with claiming that as well. <laughs> a, I, am, I am also a proud mama's boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're fed well, too, huh? I Very well, yes. <laughs> yes. I, you know, it's, it's always funny. Um, whenever – so my mom always hands out the recipes that she makes – Awesome. And probably 99 out of 100 times, they never turn out as well as the way my mom makes them. <laughs> but 100% of the time, my rebut is, well, that's because you didn't make it with enough love. Oh. <laughs> yep. And that's exactly why I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. That just sums up the reason I'm a mama's boy right there. <laughs> Can I tell you a conspiracy theory that I have about moms? Yes, please do. Oh, oh boy. I. So this is moms and recipes. So um, if they gave you the exact recipe and the exact (laughs) touch of how they did it, they aren't making that special stuff that makes them smile when they see you happy for it. You know what I mean? 
So I think I think there's a conspiracy theory where they just do one ingredient different or one process different just to mess us up so that it can't be the same. Oh, that is so <laughs> deep and so deep. Yeah, I think you're right. It's I, like... I have a I have a feeling this is that moms everywhere are gonna make us pull this podcast. Yeah, down. there'll be a revolt. You guys got Don't you dare tell anybody that. Yeah. I can, you know, well, like, because oh, really? Cho- so true. Yeah. I guarantee that's true. So chocolate chips and meatloaf, really? That's how it goes? <laughs> yeah, just do that's it, honey. That's how you did it? Huh? I don't taste any chocolate in this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris, I, I'm just curious. You're you're making salsa with your mom. What what did the making of the salsa, where did the making of the salsa come from? Like, just... Was it just a fun hey, thing you guys anything. you guys started doing, or like did you always enjoy cooking? Do you do you enjoy cooking? Like, what even got and, you started on making salsa? Uh, I think it's I think it's my mom's uh, culinary like knowledge. It's uh, it's not it's not um, it's not academic, but it's just the hands on um, understanding of what flavors work well together. Um, so. You know, um, we ended up, we would go to, when I was in college, we would go to Botanis Mexican Restaurant. Oh, boy. Down on 5th and National. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I know it well. Well, we'll we will talk this one out because I am a huge fan. Um, <laughs> and uh, when we would go down there, we would get chips and salsa. And you, if you've had their salsa, it's so fresh and so good. Yep. And uh, I would get it to go in like the old school Cub Foods brown paper bag. Yep. And then like a pint of salsa that you couldn't get anywhere else. You can't get that in the store. It's either too tomato-y or or, uh, too metallic with like how much preserve they put in there. So it was just like one of those things where like every time we went, I'd get $13 worth of salsa, you know, 15 years ago. So my mom's going, you paid $13 for chips and salsa? (laughs) And I'm like, I can't get this anywhere else. Just like you said, the exclusive, right? Yep. So that's, uh, you know, between their rainbow margaritas, their enchilada soup, and their salsa, <laughs> I don't care what else is there. I'll, I'd be there all day. It's just so damn good. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now I'm hungry. I knew this was going to happen. My hey, mouth man. is watering for chips and salsa. Just, hey, yeah, walk over to Chris's house and get some. Yep. I'll just wander over in the dark. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk. It. We'll talk for about ten minutes, and you Mama's just you boy. just catch right in. <laughs> yeah. Gently toss rocks funny thing, into your window. <laughs> funny thing about being called Mama's boy like that. Um, when I'm in downtown Greendale, there will be people. Hey, Mama's boy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I not mean, Chris. Be called you know, worse. A lot of times. I, it's yeah. honestly. I think it's kind of endearing. Yeah, I, I think it's hilarious to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> Um, okay, so real. I just remembered. I or I just wanted to mention one thing really quick because earlier you said at farmers markets. So mm-hmm. does that mean you're out and about at a bunch of different farmers markets throughout the summer? Oh yeah. So uh, and and we don't get too crazy. Um, I know there's some farm like in the farmers market scene. When I talk to other people, other vendors that um, are almost professional farmers marketers, mm-hmm. um, they. Uh, they have, they go all around the area and we try to stay pretty centralized because to be honest with you, we're pretty well taken care of in Greendale and uh, Greenfield at both of those farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this Sunday is the first start of Greenfield's farmer's market um, at Conkle Park. That's from 10 to 2. And then uh, on Saturdays um, in the beginning of July or late June, actually, 
Greendale is open from eight to noon on Saturdays. So uh, we do those two and then we do Milligers every other Sunday now. So um, that's in uh, Caledonia area. So, um, and then we'll do like, we'll do some different stuff throughout the area throughout the, um, the, the summer. Like we did Taco Fest at, um, at Summerfest grounds last year, which is super fun. And it was totally different. We did Cinco de Mayo Fest. We did um, a lot of, a lot of different events that just, um, you know, we're kind of one-offs, but we're super fun to do. So it, I, I get it. I get my hands into a lot of different things uh, just because I enjoy uh, something new every day. So um, yeah, if there's a good event that other people have told me, like be a part of this, I'm in new walkie is a perfect example at downtown 150 vendors. You know, you can't, can't get much bigger than that. Oh, so yeah, that's a super fun one. That's cool. I, I, um, I probably walked by you at the farmer's markets. I was just thinking that too. Like I've gone to the Greendale one so many times, but I'm usually kind of just wandering around, not paying attention to anything. And my wife is like zooming through and picking up asparagus and, and, you know, getting all this other stuff. And I, I, so I probably like maybe saw it, but wasn't, seeing it kind of thing yeah sure well i i think that's it i think that's actually in those markets i guess <laughs> you just buy the that's churros actually... <laughs> that's a good point i do buy the churros <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker he knows, for a churro. knows you well huh <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i think the one time he saw me at the farmer's market i was like get up get the hell out of the way i need a churro no it was that <laughs> it was at the domes yeah oh, that's right it was you at had the like domes. a churro in each hand domes. <laughs> you're like four that was different i was holding yeah. i was holding one for a friend who didn't show up <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey uh shout out to uh lopez bakery i believe is who you got that from right I, yep it's lopez bakery yeah and yeah, they're man. they're always so sweet mm-hmm. because they i have this like childlike giddiness about getting a churro and they're always like okay buddy yeah churro, calm down how much are your churros <laughs> uh, I'll have 14. But, <laughs> I'll take the rest of this yeah, bag right here. Put hey, guys. In. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to make a special note about um, about what you guys said there. Um, I think that's something that uh, vendors struggle with, um, especially during times where COVID is you know present and mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to stay safe for everybody. I, there's a lot of times where I have people who will walk who will like stand like 20 feet away and try to look at the stuff that I have on my table and all, and this is before COVID or anything. And, I, and all I would, all I would tell people is that these people want to have conversations and they're okay with you saying no. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times people feel obligated. I know I do actually, but uh, I, but knowing these vendors and knowing what they go through in order to get these products out to these people, the biggest compliment you can give them is just, or biggest thing you can do for them rather, is just um, ask them questions, check it out, see what, you know, if you really enjoy the, the salsa, Steve, I have free samples every time that I go out to the farmer's markets when it's available, when when the farmer's markets don't have non-sampling mm-hmm. uh, farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, but then you tried it and you liked it and, that's something that's free to tell whether you want to purchase something in the future. Whereas you go to a grocery store, you don't get that option. So I guess my point is just uh, use those resources and ask those questions because those people are, are happy to happy to have those conversations. 
That's cool. Yeah, that's a that's a really really good point too. And I mean, if you're there, hunkered down at um at a farmers market or a a, a local event, <clears throat> clearly you have a passion for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And people who have passion for whatever they're selling are the people who are gonna have no problem talking about it with you. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, right. it's honestly, even if you're somebody who isn't great at conversation or small talk, ask them about their product. Ask them. It's a it's the icebreaker on a table waiting for you that you that... Can just kind of chat somebody up about. And who's gonna be like, well, I don't know, just buy some. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they're right. Gonna, they're gonna be really passionate, and excited about the yeah. things they're selling up there. Chris. So it's perfect. It's one of those really awesome things. Chris, is it equally okay if the person that does come up to your table or your booth or whatever, and they've got like churro cinnamon powder all over their lips? <laughs> no, and their it doesn't matter what the end of that <laughs> and their, question and, is. In their hands. <laughs> Just wondering. I'm asking for a friend, actually. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> So, uh, I had to back away from the mic, I was laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> I didn't know, where we, I honestly didn't know where it was going at first. Uh, uh, so, um, how I, I, I've got kind of a multi part question, but mm-hmm. you know, what's been sort of the oh shit, I didn't expect this when I when I went into this full time and what, you know, either, either from a challenging perspective or a really super awesome perspective. And then with that, like what sort of, how does the future look for, for the company? Um, well, I think, you know, just the fortitude to stick in there. Um, I see a lot of people who have a lot of great ideas. Um, but the initial rejection or the initial success isn't as, broad as they thought it would be. So I think, um, I think really, uh, cultivating your product and really being, you know, sure about how you're presenting it and, um, and, and following through and, um, being consistent, you know, I think being consistent gets your message out so much better than, you know, trying to throw out a hundred different things. I think you do three consistent things. It's just as impactful as doing 10, um, random things. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, cause people just know where you're coming from. They know how to find you. They know where, you know, what to expect. Um, and then, uh, you know, so far, you know, last year we were, we grew, um, uh, 300%, oh my gosh. um, in, you know, in a, you know, a year that I needed to make it happen for our family. Um, I quit my job, uh, as a catering sales director and, um, decided to do this full time. My work, my, my wife works full time. And then we have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, so making it work, you know, um, living in Greendale and working off of one income is super difficult. Um, the odd thing is that in these chaotic times, I feel like we're the most prepared people that we could possibly be because we've been budgeting, we've been, you know, grinding, you know, and every day is a fun day, but it's always hard work, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so that's, I think that's the, 
it's the difficult part and the fun part of owning your own business is that you get your hands on everything, but your hands are on everything. Yeah. So you need to make it work. So, yeah. Adam and I were just talking about that the other day. Um, just the, the, the level of perseverance you have to have for your, <laughs> for your, like the majority of people who want to start something. Oh um, yeah. It's just, it's no one, no few people talk about it, uh, because it's not always the glitz and glamor, but, uh, I think what you said could not be more true, uh, in every aspect. That perseverance is, is huge though, because, um, here, here's another great example. As I, as I was talking about setting up and how long and everything, you know, Greenfield is also one of the windiest markets I've ever uh, been a part of. So um, when stuff gets crazy, um, it can get crazy. So uh, Lopez Bakery, their whole hot table of stuff, it was so windy that it turned the table over and took their tent and threw it into the middle of the section of Conco Park oh that you gosh. walk around. So. Were um, the churros okay? The churros? This is important, uh, Chris. I don't know if I should tell you this, Adam, but <laughs> a couple churros were lost was, <laughs> that and, day. And weirdly, there was, there, there was some guy... Uh, Eating out of the grass. The sugar <laughs> all over his face. two-year-old child out of, it, out of the way <laughs> to uh, pick them up off the ground and darting his head back and forth to see if anybody noticed him picking up off the ground and then acted casually time he was there whilst munching on grass and churro yeah <laughs> well the well the crazy thing is for ours our tent uh we we've lost two tents um to wind and uh and rain um and the one that was at greenfield when we lost that one um that jumped up uh one of the legs of the tent jumped up and then just started scraping the side of my parents van and when i'm trying to convince them that um, it was a good idea for me to quit my job to oh, do boy. a business <laughs> and then explain to them that we probably did <laughs> you know, yeah. pretty significant As damage on the van. The the van. No, this is going to yeah. work out really, really well. I swear. Oh, yeah. So I let my mom handle that one pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so looking forward, I know this is a, this is a, t been a tough question for, um, people uh, we've had on the podcast but sort of how does the future look what and, and, and it doesn't have to be from a sales perspective it can just be even from uh what you're planning to do with the company with the product etc um i think for the future uh there's so many options what one thing i haven't mentioned to you guys yet is that uh we bought a production facility in cudahy about six months ago um it, it comes with a sad story, but I, I like to tell it because I like to talk about the memory of my uncle. Um, my uncle, Mike Shimetta, was a dentist um, on Packard Avenue. And when he was driving in Amherst um, on Thanksgiving Day two years ago, uh, he, he was driving through an, an overpass and a truck lost control and landed on top of his car while he was driving. So, oh my God. Um, yeah, they, uh, he and his brother-in-law both um, survived the accident, but unfortunately, my uh, uncle never regained, um, uh, you know, uh, brain activity. So it was it was a really tough time. He's my godfather, my mom's younger brother, and my dad's best friend. So um, it was uh, a crazy, you know, thing that 
you'd never expect. But uh, the reason to talk about it is because uh, my my aunt Tina was selling uh, his, the building, and my mom and I were looking for um, a, a production facility for ourselves. So um, right now we're in the process of um, doing construction for production in the back um, and then having a small retail shop in the front and then doing like a taster's market. So if there's something that you, you know, like I said, that grocery store, grocery stores don't sample as much um, of like different sauces and different things that way. Um, unless you just happen to run into a day that they're sampling a lot. But uh, mm -hmm. what we would like to do is have more of a taster's market. So if there's something that you're like, man, I wonder what this $7 bottle of you know sauce tastes like, I can have you taste it first so that you're not making purchases that you don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. If you do enjoy it, then you know what to buy the next time that you're coming to. Yeah, so, it feels you know. less like winging it. Yeah, totally. And more like uh, an informed decision. Well, especially in like those meat cool. and cheese shops too. You see some like amazing like products and you're like, I really wonder how much that, that you know, or what that tastes like. Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? That's a great, that's a great way to say it. We'll and, find out today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adam. I'd love to. I, I need a little more construction done before that happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. We'll give you the construction time. Yeah, but um, uh, 100% keep us in the loop when that opens up, it would be really fun to do another episode on site. Maybe while we're trying stuff, the extra hot. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's what everybody on the podcast wants to listen to, right? Us chewing on things on chips and churros. How it tastes. <laughs> oh, I'm in, man. Yeah. He found the churros. Um, Damn it. Uh, so if, if people want to connect with you guys, I mean, I think the the website's probably one of the best places because you can also check like where to find, where to buy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, www.mamasboysalsa.com. Do people still say www? All right. So they anyway, sometimes, yeah, right. yeah, sometimes <laughs> old old thirty six year old guys do. Yep. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, mamasboysalsa.com, and then uh, our Facebook page is pretty active. Um, and then we also have Instagram as well. Uh, just go to, you just search for Mama's Voice Salsa. There's not another one, thankfully. So uh, yeah, you could uh, go through those channels. And we really like to do fun stuff. Like during Packer season, um, we'll do like contests, like guess how many yards Aaron Rodgers will throw for. And if you happen to be the closest, then we have like a half gallon jug of salsa for you bag of chips we have our smoking teas uh marinade that we have we have um hot sauces out of madison from mandy's mood foods we have bloody mary mix from west dallas cheese and sausage shop and then we have the hernandez chips um out of delavan so um we have quite a few options but uh yeah so <laughs> that adam Damn. i would not hear from adam for weeks if he had a half gallon of <laughs> salsa at his house or you would hear from me every day or hey. yeah <laughs> Guess who's got a half gallon of salsa? <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm doing? Hey, what are you doing? I'm eating chips and salsa in your face. <laughs> Adam's going to come over tomorrow with a wagon. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Do you mind if I just uh, describe them to you guys so that I can give you guys an idea of what to fill your um, your carts with when you come yeah, over? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. where I was going. Yeah. I was like, which one should I get as somebody who can appreciate heat but maybe doesn't want it all the time? 
Yeah, well, I think heat's important in salsa. I think uh, for for different factors, I think we look at it differently than most salsas do. Um, for the mild, we have a nice like lime flavor with that. It's on you know on a hot summer day. It's super refreshing. I could smash a whole jar of that by myself, pretty easy. So um, that that one's really good. But it's a fresh salsa too, so you got to keep in mind that crunch of the onions and the peppers between your teeth. So you got some like really good um, texture with it as well. I don't like onions or tomatoes, if you can believe that. But if they're blended up in like a pizza sauce or a salsa, then like sign me up. I'm Game in. Up. I'm in yeah. on that, right? Um, for the hot, that one, um, that one, that one dances on your tongue a little bit because there you get the cilantro, the lime, and the salt um, kind of all all working together at once, and uh, it. It's got habanero and jalapeno in there. So you get a slight bite on the tongue right away from the jalapeno. And then the habanero, the beautiful part about that pepper is that it really builds as you eat it. So um, so if you if you keep working on that hot salsa, you, you can really get some good heat out of that. Um, but it also dissipates really quick too. So if you, if you take a bite, um, it can really, you know, you get a good heat level and then it just go, it's not, it almost looks extreme and then it just goes down and, and goes away. So it's really nice for that one. And then uh, for the extra hot, I actually start sweating a little bit when I eat that one, but it's not a crazy hot at all. That one's a builder. A lot of times our, our complaint with hot salsa is that a lot of times people like to burn your tongue and then there's no flavor behind it. Ours is flavor first and then the habanero builds in your system and it can, and we have a good amount of habanero compared to the hot. So um, that, that can really get to the level that you're looking for, but just have some great flavor behind it, you know, that you can actually enjoy what you're, you know, the salsa that you're eating too. So there you go. There's the passion right there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Adam. Steven. This is a, this was a great episode. This was super fun. Chris. This was a great episode. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, uh, love the story, stories, and love uh, love what you're doing. And best wishes for love the hustle, man. We love the hustle. Love the hustle. Get thank Mama's you so boy much. salsa, mild, hot, extra hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend the hot. Uh, personally, as somebody who's not a huge fan of spice, but likes to dabble. Mm-hmm. Um. But obviously, try all three. It, yeah. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> try all of them. Damn it. I'm I'm right gonna go hot three. next. I I know I went mild the first time. Okay. Right. I'm gonna go That's hot next. That's where I'm. I'm gonna start with hot. Actually, I think. Cool. I I really appreciate you guys having me on. I, to be honest with you, like you know, you never know who you're gonna talk to and how it's gonna be and how fun it's gonna be and stuff. Yeah. And had a great time. And I think uh, you know just experiencing different people and uh growing your community and stuff especially right now um is huge so i think uh, I, i'm grateful uh, to be in the presence of a couple of greendale guys doing cool <laughs> things on podcasts so thank you very Hell very yeah. much for having thanks. me man thanks man thanks <laughs> thanks chris hey adam hey steve and now black belt theater we're up and running, and running.